Hi guys, welcome to our first official episode here on our podcast, Two Girls Endless Stories. My name is Camila. And my name is Isabella. And today we'll be discussing the biggest global issue that is happening right now, which is... COVID-19. And its effects on our everyday lives. And we'll give you a little insight on how quarantine is like for us, so let's get straight into it. So, we're first going to discuss the effects on school. Isabella, how is grading for you? I know how it is in middle school, but I know how high school and middle school are different. They're similar in certain ways, but they're different in many. So, how is it for you? Well, you know, us high schoolers, you know, GPA is extremely important because it's a big part of our college application, and, you know, GPA is kind of like tell you exactly what kind of college you're going to go to. So that's, like, a big issue that, like, the Heightstown community had to, like, think about. So for us, grading is based on checks, such as check plus, checks, and check minuses, and the different types of checks kind of kind of show exactly what type of work you did. Check plus was that you did 100%, that you did really good. Check is just like average, you did good, and check minus is like kind of like below average, kind of like you could have done better. And personally, I think I really like the checks checking system because it protects my GPA, and I think that's important, but it also kind of like decrease, decreases my stress level when it comes to these assignments because it's not based on numerical grade anymore. Um, the thing is, the only numerical grade I still get is for my AP class. So, while my other honors classes and my academic classes, we I still get checks for my AP psychology class. I still receive numerical grades, but that's, but that's the same for like schools all across America who have AP classes. We still get numerical grades, and we still get our AP final exam, which is in a couple of weeks. But I think besides my AP class, I think that checks is really good. And I think it's a good way. I think it really like kind of decreases the stress level in everybody because high school is so stressful when it comes to academics. And, you know, it just really helps me in my anxiety. It just helps me a ton because I know not a lot of people are fortunate because I actually have a friend who goes to Notre Dame High School, and I know for them, they have, they still have the numerical grading system, so they still get like, you know, eight, 90%, 80%, 60%, they still get that, and they don't get a checking system like we do, so for them, it's kind of more stressful, because now it's like a numerical grade, and you know, you can't really like do bad, or else it's gonna really affect your GPA. So, I'm happy that us, Heightstown, in the East Windsor District, we get the checking system. I'm not saying that Notre Dame is bad with their with the numerical grade system. You know, it could also be good for for them as well. But I'm just saying in terms of, I think, the Heightstown, you know, people here, I think it's kind of best for us to have the checking system and for the only class to have numerical grades, which is AP classes, because I think that will be good for everybody. It will make everybody less stressed, and I think... It will be good overall. So I know for that, that's us for high school. So I know middle school is a bit different. So how about you tell us more about middle school and how they're grading your assignments? So for middle school, it's the same system since we're all in the same district, which is the East Windsor District. Uh, we have checks, uh, check masses, check plus, check plus plus. 
which is actually, like Isabel said before, which is really good because it puts less stress on the students themselves and it just allows people to um, know that, you know, they could just complete their work and get check pluses, which is an easy way to get, not, an e I want to say easy way to get a grade, but it's a way to get your grade without having to worry about, like, certain points being taken off. It's just, like, a check or a check minus, you know? It's one or the other. So if you do, like, okay, you're either going to get a check, most likely. So it's definitely less stressful, and I, I feel like it's so much better, especially since we're in quarantine, especially since, um, some people are, like Isabel said, some people are less fortunate in, you know, like, as her friend said, like, in Notre Dame, like, they still have numerical grades. Some people are less fortunate and, you know, might not be able to work as hard or do the th same things they do in school. So, checks and check pluses and check minuses are just, like, the best grading system right now. And I'm so glad our school district is doing that. Um, our, actually, our mom works for, um... Notre Dame she's a teacher there and um I know that she has to grade uh, like every night um it's just stressful for her too just like it was in school and I know for my teachers they talked about how um check and check pluses and check minuses are also less stressful on them so it's less stressful on the student and it's less stressful on the teacher um and that's just really good just overall so I'm glad that we have that grading system instead of numerical grades I know my social study teacher wanted numerical grades but I'm just I'm glad wait wait so your social study teacher actually wanted numerical grades yes I was so surprised and she tried to put in the grades but then the like the supervisor had to take it down wait really yeah so I had I have right now have like no current grade because okay. I haven't graded like the checks and check pluses but I did have like a numerical grade because my social study teacher was being like stuck and like went against the board <laughs> and literally was like no nope, I'm not I'm not gonna go by the the rules and she put it up and then she had to take it down but she was so mad but I'm just I'm glad that we have checked because it just is less stress on the student it's less stress on the teacher and it gives <laughs> like opportunity on everybody well I mean I still can't believe your history teacher actually did that I mean I know and they, she went against it she's like I don't care she sounded like a, on a, a google meet or zoom or whatever like you know, the video calls are, she said that before, like, oh, I don't like how it's not numerical, she went on this whole rant, and I'm just like, just go with the flow, like, just, it, it's less stress on her, but she just likes to work, like, there's people who like to just work, and she's one of those people, so I get why she likes to, like, grade or Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, some people might still want a numerical grading system, maybe a teacher just wants it, because she wants to, like, kind of have a final grade for you guys, and just to see if anyone's improving, if anyone's, like, kind of going on the you know, bad bad grade side, I guess. So I guess why, I'm getting why, maybe, you know, even though it's kind of, like, confusing that she want numerical grades, but at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, some people do still want numerical grading, so, you know, I kind of don't blame your teacher because, you know, at first, you know, some people might want numerical grades, but, you know, it's kind of hard to switch from numerical grades to checks because it's, like, such a different system that we've never had before. So I get why your social studies teacher will want to keep that familiar system of grading because it's so familiar and because it's like it's kind of easier for her to do. But yeah. Okay, so now we're going to get into the workload. So I know obviously like in regular school, high school has so much more work than middle school. But has Isabel, has it changed? Has we Have you gotten less work? Have you gotten more work since school? Is it different? So, well, like I said, I kind of have, like, kind of hard classes. I, I do have an AP class, so that's, like, hard. But, um, 
back in school when we had physically when we had physical school my workload was okay you know wasn't too much for me to handle but there were days where like I had five assignments to do and I came home from swim practice I had to take a shower and it was eight o'clock and I had to do five assignments done by the morning so there were situations like that because you know it's high school and high school we have hard classes but I mean Personally, with remote learning, like, some assignments have been easy in some of my classes, but there are times still that, like, I wake up from my morning, I turn on my phone, and then I look at my phone, and then I see Google Classroom notification that said this teacher posted five assignments all due on that day. So that gives me a headache from the start because I have to do five assignments. That actually happened to me once. I had to do five assignments for a class all done in one day. So, like, like I said, some days it could be like that where all my teachers decided to give me two assignments, you know, per class. I'll do tonight. Or there will be some cases where, like, have barely any homework and I get it done pretty quickly and then I have the rest of the day to myself. For online? For online. So, yeah. So, I say... Workload, kind of the same, but at the same time, could be, in some days, is easier, and some days is harder. So, I think, because of that, you know, I think that's kind of, you know, that's in my opinion. People may, people might say that it, it gets harder for them, you know, it, again, because I think it's definitely personal, because... For me, like I said, I have some hard and some easy classes. So for me, like the workload is like, you know, in the middle. But you know, some people might take harder classes. They might take all AP classes, or someone could take all like academic classes. So like, be comparing those two people, might the di workload for them might be different. So personally, it's been okay. But like I said, I can't compensate for everyone in Heightstown because everyone has different classes. And different like levels of different classes so I can't really compensate exactly of how easy the workload is for the entire high school I can't say that but what I do say for myself is that it has been okay for me personally and so since I talked about my high school workload how is middle school because I remember in middle school it was kind of tough especially in eighth grade so tell me what your workload is in eighth grade as well so when I was in school for 8th grade, I had an okay amount of work, but um, it was a lot and I used to finish it late because I've had, I do dance, I do competitive dance and I would come home at like 3 and then I had to get ready by like 4.30 to go out for dance and then come back home at like 8.30 and start homework at like 9 o'clock and they would be even worse if I had an after-school club at, like, from 3 to 5, and then I had to go straight to dance, and I had no time to do my homework, and I had to start my homework at, like, 9, 30, and 10. So I've had late nights, and I've, you know, had... It's not a lot of work, but for me, it took long because I always had so many activities to do. Like, I was... I, as I said, dance. Um, I did the... Um, my the middle school play. Um, I was in field hockey. I do a lot of... Um, extracurricular activities so um they were they came before my homework and they um 
took up a lot of time which could have been used for homework so it was so the workload isn't a lot um but i've always took very long time and spent longer time than most people do because i do have other things that i need to do like dance and uh, field hockey like i've said before so yeah it was okay when i was in um school there would be some days where it was a lot and i would literally like start to cry and like have a full <laughs> breakdown because it was a lot because i'm also like as well said that she's in in um honors and ap classes i'm in um three honors classes so i do get more workload than um you know the average student so i have that and then i have more homework on top of you know that work like let's say i have an essay from la and then a, a, a big assignment from my math course and then like spanish too like those type of nights where i have like all my subjects or like big assignments do that's when it gets stressful that's when it's like hard so overall in school it was okay it was decent but sometimes it would be really hard and just like i would just want to cry and break down but um the first three weeks of online school for me was the toughest because we had a different schedule than the high school so we used to only have like one course a week but the course, like let's say I'm going to use my science course, for example. Like I had science, I think, every Wednesday. And um, like she would give us the assignments, but the assignments were a lot. They were a ton of assignments because they assumed that you could do like um, like this whole like assignment that would take like three days um, in a week. Um, they assumed that you could do that, but then you forget you have like what six other courses to do. I mean, some teachers might think that. They some, think some. 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 <laughs> some, but, like, my teachers, especially the honors, um, my honors teacher, my own, like, the classes I take, which are honors, um, they think, you know, giving give more work. It's obviously a lot more work than the average student, but, like, they give me more work on, and even more work because I only have that class, like, once a week. So, it's, it was already a ton of work I've got because I had, like, like, huge work from my science, my, my, social studies, my Spanish, my math, all I had to do that all by like Friday and it was just really stressful because they just assumed because like, you know, we only have it once a week um, that it could give us like so much and I it was stressful. But then after, then we had spring break and after that they changed the schedule so that we have um, some classes one day. So we have like A, B to schedule. So like on A days we have like our odd periods and like on b days we have our even periods so that made it so much better because we now saw the um the teachers like either three times or two times a week and that made it easier because that now we had teachers started doing live classes so um instead of having a lot of work i just have to attend a live class for it to count towards my credit and the work would be like you know regular homework and i don't like you know i don't go out obviously because we're in quarantine but it's a lot less and i'm and i'm always finished by like 12 or 1 o'clock and that gives me time to rest and i still have virtual like dance but i don't have any after school uh, clubs and activities like i used to so i'll get to virtual dance in a bit but yeah the workload definitely was a lot the first three weeks but then it definitely decreased the last two weeks that we've been doing you know um remote learning so i'm so grateful for that um so like actually let's talk about zoom a, a little bit so i know for me personally my teachers don't really use zoom as much like maybe like like i know my teacher had a zoom meeting today just to go over like stuff that we learned but besides that like on a daily basis my 
teachers don't use Zoom or Google Meet, so they just usually post like Screencastify and they usually post lessons. So I know for you, because I live with you, that like you always have to get up at like 7 o'clock just to get ready because you always have a Zoom class at like yeah. 8 o'clock in mm-hmm. the morning. <laughs> so like, can you tell us exactly like how do you get up in the morning and do an 8 o'clock Zoom class? Well, I think of it like, you know, normal school, how we have, I usually wake up at like 6, 20 and like get ready and then go on the bus at like 7, 20. Um, luckily, I could sleep in more, but you know, it's, since it was very hard for me to wake up at like eight o'clock, since during spring break I would go to bed at like one o'clock in the morning and wake up at like eleven because I messed up my sleep schedule. Um, but like the first day that we had it, I could not get up, and I will admit I missed like two classes like this week in the morning. You, see, actually, my Camila actually like. It was yesterday, and I was like, "Oh, I was, I was so tired yesterday because I stayed up until like two, like one o'clock, like on talking, the phone. talking to her friends. Yeah, like this is like not even like doing schoolwork. This is was talking to her friends. Friends, and like it was so funny because I was doing my, I was doing <laughs> a test, I was doing a test. This is the, this is the one time thing because all the other Zoom meets, I, I'm not Zoom meets, God, that Google Meet and Zooms I've had. I've been, like, up and ready at 8 o'clock, you know, like, on my, on my, you don't, I have, me and my sister, we have our own desk, so I'll be up and ready, I have my water next to me, I'll have my computer in front of me, and I'll be taking <laughs> notes, and I'll be, like, organized, and, like, it was yesterday where I stayed up late, talked to my friends, and I was just so tired, like, I did not want to move. Exactly, so, like, literally, I was doing a test for one of my classes, and literally, I look over, and I see Camila just in her bed just sleeping and her, her zoom meeting is on she's there but she's just sleeping and her teacher is talking and i'm just like it was boring like she just my teacher was just ran, rambling and like the annoying kids were just like talking like being uh, like so mm, like mm. There, you know y'all know those people who you just want to mm, like just are just like they tick you off so much but yeah they were just like discussing something and i just was so tired that day because i stayed up so late the previous night I was just in my bed, because usually, I'm, as I said, like, on my desk, like, ready to go. I get, I'm, unlike Isabella, I will say that, I'm sorry, I'm going to throw you under the bus at this one. I get up, I get dressed, I brush my teeth, I do my hair, um, I make my own breakfast, you know, all before my Zoom. Like, I, I like to do, like, the things I would usually do if I was going to go to actual school. So I like to like get like get up, get dressed, and it just makes me feel good. So I would I did I usually do that for like my zooms and like have my 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 drink like water or like maybe some tea and like you know um, and like just sit there and like vibe and just like take notes. But then um, literally uh, like the, uh, I suppose said like the day I was like falling asleep, which was yesterday, I literally was in my pajama, my hair was in like a messy bun, I was just not, I was just like sleeping in my bed, like my, I, I was like, I'm just resting my eyes, and I was just closing them, and I just like, my Zoom was on, and I just was sleeping, like, and then my computer just was in front of me, and after that, I took like a, a long nap, because I just could not, like, I was so tired that day. Well, I mean, I think everyone wants to take a nap at this point, I mean, of course, it's quarantine. <clears throat> anyway, so let's switch gears a little bit. Um, we talked about school, and we're still going to talk about school, but we're going to talk about it in a different aspect. We're going to talk about events, you know, special things like 
graduation formal like things that have been canceled or have been postponed so personally I know for me as a sophomore in Heightstown we really don't have anything going on at the end of the year we don't have a prom we don't have a graduation the only thing that we had that was canceled was career day which was supposed to be on April 3rd like the day before we went on spring break so that was the only thing that was canceled for us sophomores. Um, I mean, of course, you know, with the seniors of Heightstown, you know, prom and graduation is still up in the air. And I know a couple of seniors myself. I know I know a couple of seniors who are graduating this year. Um, and I know, it's like, I'm just like, you know, I'm hoping that they still get graduation. I'm hoping they still get prom because they deserve it just as much as anybody else because, you know, this quarantine is like something that we would never predict it and like they should not be penalized for of, of like an important event so I think first the seniors both college seniors and high school seniors I think they definitely should have a graduation or prom at one point because you know you can't just do that to them you can't just take away what's supposed to be the important year of their life. You can't just take it away because of Miss Corona right here. You can't mm-hmm. just do that. Miss so, Corona, she's a go. She's going to everybody. <laughs> I mean, like I said, sophomores, like we got nothing else to do. Like, what what else are we supposed to do? Like, <laughs> I mean, we do got student council stuff, but like that's a student council stuff. But like. Otherwise than that, it's mostly the seniors Senior. and the juniors too. The juniors, I think, I don't know what's the status on there. Do they have like, uh, like testing, like SATs or whatever it is? I don't know. Some people already took their SATs and ACTs. You know, I know people who actually still haven't, but you can still take your SATs and ACTs up to you know senior year. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I don't know exactly about that aspect. All I know is that from. Talk from having a couple of senior friends, I know that like they definitely should have a graduation and definitely yes. should have a prom, even if it's if it's later, if it's in July, just that's fine because they still need to have it because you know, you can't just do that to them. You can't. They're the class of twenty twenty. You can't just do that to them. Like, Speaking of like graduation and like you know all these important events. I'm in eighth grade, which is obviously like the last year of middle school for like you know regular like school. Um, district and just like the the um the seniors and like the graduating fifth graders from elementary school, I have these big events that I'm afraid that will get canceled. Like I have um promotion, which is graduation of eighth grade. I have formal, which is like the prom of like um. <laughs> they're like the the smaller versions of like senior year. Like, these are really important to like um middle schoolers like me and many of my other friends and people in my grade, like graduation formal like trips and actually um in eighth grade um the choir and band kids um I'm a choir kid um we go on this huge like trip to Hershey and it was actually canceled for this year and I was so I was devastated because I've been waiting for this trip since I've heard about in sixth grade because I've always wanted to go to Hershey I've always wanted to experience that and that and it absolutely crushed me when I found out that we weren't going to go on the trip. It was supposed to be, like, May 14th, um, I think. So it was supposed to be, like, you know, like, later on. But 
it's still like it's crushed me and my dad was supposed to be chaperone which been really fun i was gonna go with my group of friends like we all we're gonna stay in a room together and like hang out and make and like go to like all the fries and the chocolate like i was so so excited and i was devastated when i heard it i was like tearing up because i was when i first heard about it i was like oh my god when that happens to me when i'm in eighth grade it's gonna be so good and i'm gonna love it and i love it and i can't wait i can't wait and i was hyping up the days towards to just go down the drain just get canceled exactly it hurt me. and i kind of feel bad because i told my sister how i how i loved her sister because i had a really good time and that made me bad because you kept on hyping it up i'm like no i can't even go on it <laughs> i know i had a like but i'm happy i mean when i went it, I I was really, you know, I had a good time, you know, I went, and I'd never been to Hersey beforehand, so seeing Hersey for the first time was, like, really cool, and just, like, when I also heard about Camila's trip being canceled, she hasn't gone to Hersey either, so, like, this is, like, kind of devastating for us, because it's, like, we can't even go to Hersey, because we don't even have season passes, like, Six Flags or something like that, I don't even know how they do passes, but, you know, it kind of crushed me that, like, my sister's not able to experience, like, the happiness I felt when I went to Hersey, like, two years ago. I think it was two years ago. Yeah. So, I'm kind of upset that that happened, you know. I I'm think devastated. I am, like, I was, like, I was talking to my friends on the phone, like, the day it happened. They told me, they're, like, did you hear about the Hershey trip? I'm, like, no. I didn't get an email. They're, like, well, it's canceled. I'm, like, are you sure? And they showed me the email. And I was, like, like, I was, like, crying. I was, like, so upset. I was mad because, like, that was canceled. And I'm thinking about all the other events, like, formal. I've always, like, the middle school dances are lame. <laughs> dances in elementary and middle school are lame. They're so bad. They're terrible because they play. I'm sorry, but I, I really hate rap music. I just, I don't. Nicki Minaj is an exception. But, like, I do not like, like, rap music. And that's the only thing they would play because that's what middle schoolers like. I'm not like that. I like. Like, I like a completely different genre. I like pop, you know? So they play rap music. People be in the in the circles, like, jumping. There's always be some sort of fight. There's always something. There's always something. And it's all hot and sweaty. It's a bunch of, like, weird, like, <coughs> hormonal teenagers. Like, it's not fun. But formal ch just changes it because it's more formal. Uh-huh. So funny. <laughs> so funny. It's formal. And everybody dresses nice. Everybody get, goes with a group of friends. They get dates. You take They're, pictures. They take pictures. Everybody get dresses up. There's good music that's played. I mean, there's probably still going to be the occasional <laughs> rap music and Cotton Eye Joe. But like, <laughs> but, like, you know, it's just so much better because everybody is enjoying themselves. Nobody's going crazy. It's all kept under control. There's, like, we have, like, certain themes for, like, formal. And, um... You know, it's just like, it's like prom, but like for middle schoolers, and it's just like different genres of music, everyone's just up, everyone's partying, there's so, there's such good like food, like not like the cheap like Skittles on the grounds for a dollar that they use to donate to like the school. You know that's true, you're laughing because you know it's true, but I, I just, I just gotta say this, um, that I, I will say that it does get better when you get to high school, I mean... It does get better in terms of food and, like, the type of music that's played in high school. But, I mean, me, I was kind of an introvert, so I never really went to dances in middle school. So I can't really say from my personal experience, like, what I think about middle school dances. But, like, just hearing you say that, just, like, it's cracking me up. Because it's true. It's, like, the people, 
in regular school dances, like, like we have one always in, like, um, October for, like, costume dances. Like, that's fun, but people are either running around, spilling tea with each other in the basketball court, or, like, dancing, like, in the circle, like, hey, 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 as the kid does, like, a snake on the floor. I'm not kidding, because, because whoever is in middle school or listening to this knows that it's true while it's playing such bad rap music. That's, like, that's, like, that's the sentiment, that's, like, the sentimental middle school dance but formal completely changes it because everybody takes pictures everybody's nice and tidy there's good food there's good Wait. music like pop there's rap but it's like the good rap there's like the party songs like slide to left and then there's um you know like stop <laughs> you're laughing because she, she's still laughing at the fact that you know what i said before about like regular school dances is true but yeah formal Everybody dresses up, gets with a group of friends, dates, um, food, um, really good music, really good like areas. They we um the foremost they have like themes. Um, so like the we have it in the cafeteria and like the, the cafeteria set up as a theme, so it's it, it's like amazing because like you see like the the different like cutouts and like <coughs> the banners. It's just completely different. It goes to like classy bougie and like um like really amazing experience which is formal which is so much better than like the typical hey 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 <laughs> some kids thinking on the floor while somebody gets hit in the basket <laughs> in the basketball from in the basketball court as someone runs around spilling tea like oh my god do you hear what josh said oh my god freaking smacking their phones but it's just like a nice change of scenery from the regular weird school dances to like the more classy really well put together well thought out themed formal and i really really want to go to formal because i really hate school dances but like formal just changes it i've said it like a hundred times but it just would really like make my eighth grade year and solidify it as being good because i know formal has never disappointed i know with that it's really good so i just really hope that it stays because i'm not going to remember my middle school dancing experience in middle school as kids like hey hey so kids snaking there's always kids running around the bathroom in and out and the teachers like the chaperones are like get back in the cafeteria like that's <laughs> true but yeah okay it, it goes because usually like the dances that we have are like six seven and eight and this is gonna be eighth grade. It's gonna be short, and just it's always it's always so it's, much it's, better. It's gonna be like better because you're with a group of people that like you know no. well, know well, or you're with someone you love or like like I wouldn't say love, but like like as in like your date. So it's just so much well thought out, put together, and not like thrown together. It's more organized. It's just so much better. Yeah, I I think just like seniors and their. Prom, I think eighth graders should still have their form, and mm. I think you guys should still have your graduation. Because I've been, I've been waiting for it. I've been waiting for a not bad like freaking formal. like I don't even know like dance, but formal like changes. You you went to formal. Was it good for you? Was it so much better than the other dances? Right. Um. Well, I mean, I like I said, I'm not really a social person. Like I usually stay in my corner. I just like you know eat whatever's there. But you know, I mean, I did have a good time. It was a photo booth actually. That was, like, one of my best moments in middle school, like, the, like, the host to blam, like, that was, like, my favorite part, that, and, of course, graduation, I loved graduation. Oh, yes. Even though it was sad, but, like, I kind of liked it because it was, like, ceremonial, and it was just, like, dun, 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 like, we kind of, like, 
ending, and it was like boom, like one chapter's closed. So I like that. And the chapter opens, you know. Yes, but I hope that you guys still have that graduation experience because oh, graduation I, too. Graduation, I feel like graduation is more important than formal. Formal, I would of course be de- like upset, like devastated. But graduation is something that is really important to like. It basically solidifies saying, like, it's the end of this chapter of my life, and now I'm opening up a new one. Like, that's so important. Like, I do not want to miss out on that. And graduation. That's what I just said, graduation. Oh, you did? Oh, whoops. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really pay attention. But, okay. Um, I think we talked about formal way too much. Ow. We should move on to graduation, because graduation... Okay, so, fun fact about Isabella, and then she's always embarrassed to tell her that, but she actually presented the speech for her 8th grade um, graduation, um, for, like, um, we have two academies, like, two parts of the school, which is called Kappa and Sigma, and she delivered a speech for Kappa, and actually, my cousin, Courtney, uh, delivered a speech Shout for Sigma. Shout out to Courtney. If Courtney's listening, Courtney, you're a cool cousin. She is amazing. They, both my sister and my cousin are amazing. They both delivered the speech, um, for 8th grade because they're in the same, uh, grade for their, uh, respective academies, which is Kappa and Sigma, and I'm just, I listened to both. Uh, of them, and I'm so proud of them, especially my sister, because obviously it's my sister, and I, and when she delivered that speech, and I was sitting in the audience, I was so, I was so proud of her, because I know that she had struggled, you know, in middle school, and I know that she, um, always, always scared to present, but she's finally put herself out there, and that made me so proud as a younger sister. And I want my sister, Gamila, to either do a space or do something in graduation, and I want to be in the audience watching her graduation saying, wow, that's my sister, she's moving on to high school. So, you know, I kind of want, you know, like I said, I keep saying this, but, like, I think it's important to know that seniors, college, high school, and eighth graders, even fifth graders, because like fifth graders still have a graduation. Yeah, I do. I want you guys kindergarten to, and kindergarten <laughs> too. I still want you guys to have a graduation. I don't care when, how. I, be, I don't care if it's yes, online like, or if it's in August. I want you guys to still have a graduation because you guys deserve it. You know, you are finishing a chapter in your life. You guys should definitely be able to, you know, solidify that you're moving on. Yes. So kind of. Oh, wait, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say that I would be. Of everything, all the events, trips, formal, all these important events in eighth grade, I would be the most heartbroken by graduation because I wanted to give, I wanted to be like Isabella, not be like Isabella, but I wanted to give a speech or give my trip, uh, my like, um, yeah, tribulations to like, um, the middle school and give my take on it, like my take on the speech, like myself in my way, like Isabella did, and I wanted to walk down the graduation aisle and take you know, shake the hands of, like, you know, the, the apartments, like, the, the vice principal, the principal, and the board of education saying, hey, I'm moving on to, you know, high school, I'm doing this, and have this whole speech, and, like, just walk down that aisle and receive, you know, not my certificate, like, I just always wanted that, and, you know, I would be so upset if they canceled that, or, you know, just canceled it, if yeah. they push it back, I would be fine, but, like, canceled it, I would be heartbroken because so, yeah. i just want that so i bad. think yeah let's just hope that they don't and that they push it back so kind of to like we talked about that topic a lot so let's kind of switch mm-hmm. gears and let's talk about like one aspect of covid19 that's you know people are doing it people are not doing it people are upset people are you know okay it's so so distancing oh my okay so i have if you follow me on snapchat which is at kawaii mimi 777 i made that no i think it's 
Koimimi07. I made that back in like fifth grade, so don't judge me. And I don't want to change. I don't want my snap sword to go down and people to you know lose touch with me. So I'm gonna keep it. And if I get a chance to change it, I will change it because that's a disgusting username that <laughs> I wish I did not say. I should just went with my name, but of course I had to put something with like Kawaii or whatever because I was obsessed with that in like fifth grade. Like I I had to put that as my username for Snapchat. Um, but I literally, like, I posted on my, uh, Snapchat that social distancing at this time is so, so important. It is so vital because if we do not want coronavirus, Miss Corona to spread to people <laughs> and, um, it to not, you know, affect all these events that we hope are still happening, people need to distance themselves from other people. I see on people's Snapchat story, my sister's on people Instagram stories, people are hanging out with other people, they're not six feet apart, and it just makes me so mad, because they're the same people who say, oh, I don't want, like, graduation or, like, this dance to be cancelled, but yet they're not social distancing, and they could, literally, people can carry coronavirus, they don't even know it, and they could pass it on to people, causing the spread, and that could make us, that could be, like, the result of why we don't go back to school. Yeah, exactly, and, um, I think it is, I do, like, I do say that social distancing is important, and I know, People, like, they want to see their friends face-to-face, and I get that, you know, sometimes yeah. FaceTime isn't enough, or calling isn't enough. and It's hard. It is hard, but at the same time, like my sister has said, you know, it's very difficult. I mean, we're trying to flatten the curve, you know. I think at this point, because we're young, we're teenagers, we're like, you know, like, in our, like, under-20s or something like that. So... If we, like, have corona, we don't have the symptoms and we're able to, like, bounce back from it, you know, easier than other people. Because for us, our father's a bit older, like, kind of, like, in the old man rage. So, (laughs) oh, man. No, but my my dad's, like, or our dad's, like, older than, like, most dads, like, that have, like, teenage girls. You know what I mean? Or, like, teenagers. Yeah, so, because our dad's much older, even though he doesn't, like, have any physical ailments, um, you know, we still want to be, we still want to make sure that, you know, he doesn't get sick because mm-hmm. we don't want him to get sick because then that's going to be tough on us. And, you know, and, you know, we don't want to do that to our father, you know, it's so important for us to, um, like, distance because we don't want to pass it on to our father, especially since he's already going out for work. Um, I, just to bring this up, that there are still um, adults that are still going out to work, like doctors, nurses, and people working the food and company. And we want to say, like, they are, one, they are, like, fighters, and they're so brave. They are amazing. To, they're amazing. Like, I applaud them because they're so, so, so brave and so amazing. Just to go out there, and when everyone's down, they're just there. They're to the bring heroes, them up. To bring them up. They're just so important and so vital in our battle against COVID. We're and giving their, our thanks to them. We're saying thank you because it's they could get it. They could. It, they're risking their lives every day to help people. Exactly. And it's this is like this is the time to just say thank you, and we are sending our thanks from our you know end of the spectrum. So I think you guys, um, my our audience should thank the people who are still out there and risking their lives every day to help other people in need. I think that's so so important. Yes. So kind of just backtracking a bit. Our father he works for a food company, so when it comes to food products, he still have to ship out you know food. So he still every day goes to work, you know, he's careful, he wears a mask, he wears a robe, 
Um, he wears gloves, and then every time he comes home, he goes straight to the shower, takes a shower, and then, like, puts on clean clothes and makes sure that, like, we still stay a couple of feet apart just to make sure that there's nothing, you know, we don't transmit the disease. So yeah. that's been hard on us because, you know, we have a father that still goes out. And, you know, I think I think other kids feel the same way who still have parents who go out and still risk their lives. And you also have to feel, like, feel for the people who... You know the kids at home who are waiting for their um their parents to come home and hope that they didn't go too far or overcross the line. That's how we feel because my dad is going out every single day to help provide for um his food company, help put out food so people can buy it and have resources during this time. Yeah, so you know, like we said before, you know anybody who has a parent who knows someone that works in the food company, who is a nurse, is a doctor is, like, anyone else, like, that has a parent or knows someone that is still working at this time, we just want to say thank you, please be safe, and, like, I think this is why we need the social distance, because we can't have more people dying, and I think, you know, they're doing everything they can, and we applaud them for it, and I think just to help their chances, we should practice social distancing, because it's going to help them a lot. Yes, it's going to be so vital for you guys to social distance. Um, I know it's hard um, like to not see your friends every day, but the, the, the more you guys stay inside, the more you guys social distance, the less cases might come up or the less, you know, there's going to be more likely of our chance to go back to school or to do, have the events we want to. But yeah, um, like yeah. So more of the story. Practice social distancing and say thank you to your healthcare workers because they're so amazing and they're so brave and they're warriors and heroes. So that's the moral of our segment on social distancing. distancing. Very important. Yes. So um, we're okay. So now that we're um, you know, got over like you know, not the sad things, but like the things that are very that need to be said the most here in you know during this time of COVID-19, we're going to give you, since we're in quarantine and we're bored at home, we're going to give you some activities to do. So I'm going to start off with um, probably the most important activity to do. Um, this is besides school, obviously. You can do your school all down. I don't really care. But the most important thing you should do is reach out to people. As we said before, I know it's hard being in quarantine. You only get to see certain people. Um, like I see my sister, my mom, my dad every single day. I have not seen like a single person in like over a month and a half so I think it's so important to reach out and talk to your close friends I call um when you know the same group of friends um every single day my sister knows because I talk to them you talk to them like today she talked to them about for about four hours and she kept screaming I'm not screaming as well as just I just talk loud and I know that but like what I'm saying is that like it's so important to talk to your friends it doesn't have to be every day like with I have a group of friends that I talk to every single day, um, and I love that we play games all the time. We play Roblox, we play Fortnite, we play, we talk, we spill tea, and I love that. But you don't have to talk to them every day, but just like a nice, hey, hello, how are you doing? To your a friend you haven't talked to or um, seen in a while is really good, and have a conversation with them is amazing. Or call them or Facetime them is really important. Like. I have my my friend group, um, my OG friend group. I've been friends with them since the first grade. I didn't really talk to them um, for the first like few uh, like week or so in quarantine. I was like, you know what? Let me finally talk to them because I feel like I've been really far from them. And we talked. We had a conversation. We did like a Zoom together. We, you know, had really good conversations. Really reconnected. And it's really good in like 
great for your like social like life to connect to your friends, talk to them. Even if it's just a hey hello. We don't have to be like me and my other friends who are extreme and talk every day. I love it though, but like literally like you just say hi, hello to your, a friend or somebody you're close with. It's just always good to have a conversation because that's how the way you can, you know, um see the almost like see the outside world without going outside, obviously. Yeah, I think yeah, for me like I for me personally, I always send out positive messages to people I'm close with. You know, I always yes. I always like send hearts and say, you know, I hope your family is safe and I hope you're doing well. Mm-hmm. I do that to my teachers too because so important. I so, think, so important. You know, sending positive messages, like like you don't you don't have to be like you don't have to post on social media that you posted something, but you can just be like, you know, just, you know, you can just, like Camila said, like a hi, hello, you know, just like send them positive messages because people are going through a lot right now because this is something that's definitely no one expected. So I, for me, my mantra is that you should be positive towards others because you don't know what they're going to go, th- you don't know what they're going through personally. You don't have to know what's going on personally, mm-hmm. but just send a positive message because it could really make their day. day. It could really, like, help them a lot. So, I, for me, I send positive messages to my close friends, my family, members, of course. Oh, yes, family members, too. Not just friends, but family members are yes. so, so important right now. And, yes, like, that is, like, so important to just, like, say, say hi. Just say hi. It's simple, hey, how are you doing? Which is really make everybody feel like or the person talked to just feel great automatically because especially during this time because people can definitely feel isolated and lonely and we we want to make them you know happy we want to make them feel cheerful and that they have someone they could trust and talk to so another activity to do during quarantine which is i think isabella knows that this is my favorite activity is doing tiktok i am obsessed with tiktok i will i will do a shameless plug right now follow me on my tiktok all lowercase at Mimi Sab 07 and follow me and my friends um <laughs> at, TikTok account at Ussy Dussy. That is lowercase as U-S-S-Y D-U-S-S-Y. Alright, that's my shameless plug. But I love TikTok is okay, TikTok for um TikTok may can be toxic. That's like a different topic for a different day. But doing TikTok dances and like um getting up and moving and learning these dances are actually really good because you incorporate some sort of physical activity and you get to learn something new. Your your brain is getting to learn something new. You know, a new dance, a new way to, you know, study. Because there's like there's different accounts. There, there's dancing accounts, there's transitions, there's like cooking. So you could from like TikTok you can learn how to how to cook, how to do transitions, how to do a certain dance, how, and there's like certain accounts like educational, like how to do a certain math equation, which I think is so, so helpful, and it gets you doing different things like baking and cooking, dancing, getting your physical activities in, and you could also use it as a way to, you know, help yourself feel better. Like, there's a lot of comedy on there. I know I have some of my favorite creators on there who do so much comedy, are so positive, and it's just like a a breath of fresh air to see all those things. So definitely TikTok is, it could be toxic sometimes, but sometimes it it helps you and it makes you feel better about yourselves. It gets you, you know, gets you going, gets you doing things that you wouldn't usually do. But now that we're in quarantine, we would do like cooking and all and dancing and watching comedy and doing transitions. So I think that would be so, it's so, so good to get TikTok. And if you're like me, who does not have TikTok, does can dance for her life because I can't 
even do the renegade or whatever that is called. Renegade. renegade. I can't do that. So if you don't have TikTok or you don't want like to dance like me, what I like to do is like I just watch YouTube videos. I watch. Oh YouTube. yes, YouTube is also. Yes, great. YouTube. What YouTube, like YouTube, Netflix, Hulu. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I so I watch a lot of shows. I watch a lot of YouTube content. Sometimes I read. Sometimes I do some drawings. You know, I coloring. And kind of like drawing stuff kind of like calms me down, kind of relaxes me. So, you know, again, if you don't have TikTok or you don't like to dance, like, watch YouTube, watch TV, like, do a drawing or like, do something. Oh, like- yes. Other, for, other than like, you know, screen things like TikTok, TV, um, like, you know, watching YouTube, you should also do something that will help calm your mind. Like puzzles, coloring, um, playing with like... Um, D- toys if you're like a little younger um i think that's really good for you know take a break from the screen um like puzzles really challenge your mind like brain teasers yeah um and like coloring is just very soothing um for people especially with high anxiety so i think that's also really good also picking up a book and reading is really good because it keeps your mind sharp and it's also like really good in in uh, like you know some stories have amazing like you know plots and everything so that can really get you in a good mood and make you all excited about it so i think you know books coloring um puzzles meditation are just really good ways that are like not on your phone or not on your tv to really entertain yourself and get yourself going I think those are also great options uh, during quarantine before, you know, school. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I definitely agree because for us, my our mom actually brought, like, ping pong. Like, oh, yeah, ha- <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, like, so we have, like, a table in our kitchen. And apparently my mom found something on Pinterest that, like, you can make a ping pong table out of your kitchen table. So she brought, brought ping pong balls and ping pong paddles. So, I mean, I guess that, I think that's something that we're doing too. So, you know, just finding ways to, like, be creative. If you have a backyard, you know, you can always play sports. You can always do, you oh, know. yeah, backyard. You throw around ball, you know, throw around, play basketball, you know, with your family. You can always do that type of stuff. You know, be, you can always take a walk, you know, still keeping distance, but you can still take a walk, you know. You can go for a run. There's so many other activities you can do. And, you know, as long as it's, like, keeping you as long as it's keeping you happy and as long as you, as long as it's relaxing you and it's, you know, I think, I think it's something that you should do. But yeah, I think, you know, those are our takes on exact, on activities that you should do because, you know, I don't think, you know, it's good just to sit at home all day. day and just like either like do homework or be on the screen. So you guys incorporate other things that are non, you know, electronic and get your physical activity in i think that about wraps up our discussion on you know covid19 and quarantine as a whole i hope you guys enjoyed this um episode of our podcast um if you would like to see more um please um give us a rating um make sure to follow us on spotify and on anchor 